0: You've tuned in to the free-range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts right Meow. This is The Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. Here in the studio with me is my favorite blue-haired, fondren, barista liberal, Sean you're at Karan. Good morning, Sean.
1: Good morning. Belhaven Liberal. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. Don't confuse it. Don't call me Fondren. Hey. Even, even though all my memberships are Fondren fondred Fitness, CrossFit Fondren. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, it's
0: like, it's like a, you know Pearl and Brandon. Yeah. yeah. Same thing.
1: You're, you're like, you go to the gym in Pearl. <laughs> you know, you're cheating on Brandon. <laughs> Same
0: thing. If you, you know, if you cross over Crossgates Boulevard right there or Highway 18, depending upon what you want to call it, and you, you get as far as the Walmart or to any of the restaurants there past the Kroger, you're in Brandon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in Pearl, I'm sorry.
1: The Kroger you, right there, yeah. The
0: Kroger's technically in Brandon.
1: That's the one I got fired from in high school. I remember where, exactly where it is. <laughs> but <laughs> anything west of the Kroger is Pearl. So,
0: right. it kudos, shout out to Mayor Jake Windham. I spoke to Jake yesterday, had a good conversation, just catching up with him. Uh, very happy for that dude, always doing great stuff. Let's see here. Sean, okay, I, I don't want to say the name of this coffee shop, so be careful trying to guess it or whatever. Okay. Because I can't one hundred percent prove this, but I absolutely do trust my source, which I know that sounds contradictory. There's a local coffee shop. I'll give you a. I'll give you a hint. They got a location in Fondren and a location in the quarter. Okay. Well, I know other, which
1: one it is now because yeah, I go uh, there all the time.
0: Amongst other places around town, but they're not all owned by the same person, so I want to be careful. Are they not? Yep. I did not know that. They've got some different owners. So I want to be careful about getting in the weeds on the name. I'll okay. let y'all use your imagination. I am talking about the, the Fondren and the quarter
1: location, though. That's why I mentioned well, those, those are the two oldest locations, right? There was yeah. one downtown at one point. Too. So
0: do you know they were closed Monday? Mm-mm. Unexpectedly. Well, a couple people went in Tuesday and asked why. Hey, man, were you all sick yesterday? What happened? Happened? Sean, they, they were closed in protest. Do you know what for? <laughs> no, let me I, say this. I can only guess. Let Go me ahead. Say this. Tell me a- this. Allegedly. Okay. Let, the- let me put the legal word out there. Uh. They were closed in protest because Free Palestine.
1: No. Yep. Really? Yeah. Right here in Jackson. Was the one in the quarter closed or just the one in Fondren? Both. Okay, see that it's funny, you know, my office is like right next to the one in the quarter. And I go there probably every day, but I didn't go Monday, so I didn't uh and I'm, I'm actually switching offices over into Fondren. God, I'm moving to Fondren. There we go. Okay, we my are. office it's in Fondren. And then uh but I'm so I was thinking the other day I was in Cheney's store and uh on Saturday and I was like Oh, I can start going to Sneaky Beans and kind of change up the, yeah. the the whatever coffee like shop industrial yep. complex is. What we call, you know, <laughs> everything's an industrial complex. Everything so. is the the, uh, the we can't we can't name that. I think everybody knows what we're talking about. Right? Sure, but I, yeah, the yeah. the Cups Industrial Complex on Jackson. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. So yeah, apparently one of the guys behind the counter. Now look, any random barista. You know, we got to run a joke on the show about purple hair, fondre, and baristas. <laughs> And sure enough, uh, I, I can't confirm the color of the hair or not, but sure enough, a Fondren barista didn't come to work, or a whole flock of them, to free, hashtag free Palestine. Wow. Because <laughs> because, because people in Jackson, Mississippi, just trying to get their frappe moco loco, uh, are going to have anything to do with free in Palestine. Uh, yeah, I mean... So now guess- we're bordering on the... So now, uh, are, are we saying they support anti-Semitism?
1: I, you know, this is so funny. I'm like trying to like the words out, just thinking about this. Like them standing like you know out there. Are they standing in solidarity with the Palestinians or with Hamas? Did they? Do you know that I,
0: I, there was no specification? It was just free Palestine, to my understanding. I mean, because you know the person, you know the person that told me this, and I'll tell you all fair. But it was a. Uh, it, they're very specific, detail-oriented individual, mm-hmm. and they specifically said free Palestine. Okay, I don't I I know who that I is. I think they would have made a bigger deal out of if it had been a supporting Hamas. Okay, because okay. we've established on this show that there is a difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. there is, and I think you know even the yesterday I sent you an article that the you know the president starting to feel that. That difference where he's been so pro-Israel and now there's and not just the president but the international community is starting to look at this like wait a second we're giving Israel too much of a carte blanche so there is um there is that sentiment that's starting to grow out there pretty strongly now that is separate from like what you said the pro-Hamas sentiment which is if you're pro-Hamas you're an idiot you know like that's just I mean you're you need to like leave, I'm gonna lean. <laughs> I'm gonna lean with fondren
0: baristas being pro Hamas.
1: I could see that. I could see. that. I'm not gonna. Lie. I could see that there because there's. I mean, there's been a lot of that idiocy out there. If I have to stereotype you know, this bunch, I'm going to say they're pro Hamas. I, I mean, I you know I'm gonna lead 80-20 that way, right? Yeah. I mean that, that would be the that makes sense to me that they could be. But it's, it's so. I mean, if I, we're
0: playing roulette, half the tables red, half the tables black, and you got a few green. Uh, pro Hamas is definitely one of the red or black. Yeah, I mean this I, bunch.
1: I don't think that's a like a crazy leap either considering what we just saw on TikTok a few weeks ago with the you know, Gen Z is supporting Osama bin Laden. So I mean if they're if they're that I assume if you work at the coffee house for the most part, you're probably under thirty. This is just a guess, sure. I would think. And I mean yep. I'm, I, I'm in that generation and if that's their kind of their thing, they're pro Osama, I assume they're you know cool with Hamas. Freedom Fighters, I guess, or whatever they want to call them. I blame it on (laughs) Chakway.
0: You know, it all starts at the top and trickles down.
1: Oh, I'm sure he's pro Hamas. I have no doubt about that. Oh,
0: him and the sister. They actually held. She, assuming uh, she held a pro Hamas. uh, Well, I don't want to say pro Hamas. I can't confirm it was. It was a Palestine, but you know, it's it's, it's he's these pro Palestine rallies, Mm -hmm. but they're really. Let's just be honest. They're pro Hamas. If they can call Trump rallies, clan meetings, I can call pro free Palestine. Uh, Hamas rallies.
1: I mean, I can see where the yeah the inclination I mean, is that they're feels. they're been they're 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 linked. I mean, I know. I mean, I don't think that again. I don't. I mean, I want. I don't want the Palestinians to be killed or indiscriminately and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, the uh, supporting you know certain kinds of ceasefires seem to be pro Hamas because Hamas is just getting away with all this stuff and they're going to continue to do that. There's got to be a resolution, you know, one way or the other. We don't have to get all into that. Of course, we've been done many shows on it. But sure. The um, but yeah, I mean, there is um, there's definitely been a pro Hamas sentiment that we've seen too, that, that exists that, that, you know, absolutely. You know, and just, just, I
0: wouldn't, I wouldn't plan, I was not planning on drawing that comparison there, but it is kind of funny. They, and I'm sure you saw this over the years, a lot of liberal media, uh, left wing nut jobs, just in general, what commonly called Trump rallies, Klan rallies.
1: Sure. I saw that. Yeah.
0: You know, so, so if they can do that, I can call their free Palestine rallies and protest uh, pro Hamas rallies.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, that, I think you know, it's probably a
0: more it's, it's a much more fair conclusion.
1: I would, you know, what I'd agree with you there because I think that um, the, uh, I mean, obviously, majority of Trump supporters are not Klan members. I mean, let's just put that out there; they're not Klan members. Now, I mean, I'm sure there are racists in that group. I'm sure there are, and I mean, are there was, in every yeah, group. yeah, right, exactly. So, I mean, I'm just trying to say like that way. But um, the, um, I think what the difference here is that this started out. With you saw those BLM parachutes, with you know that were that's where the Hamas fighters were the ones parachuting or hang gliding or whatever whatever they were doing. So I mean, there was definitely a somewhat of a pro Hamas component to this at one point. Or I don't know if that exists anymore. Or once people like woke up and be like, wait, Hamas is bad, but the Palestinians are not bad. So how do we separate that? It it shouldn't be that
0: difficult if you look at Mm -hmm. you know what normal people do in a day to day life that just happen to live somewhere versus what what uh the terrorist group does it, it's yeah. a lot like we're gonna use jackson as an example somebody text in on the guns and gear text line which by the way is 769-241-769-2141-7944 I've, I've said it so many times i've forgotten it <laughs> 769-214-1944 769-214-1944 is that right yeah sorry for whatever reason my brain ain't all the way working this morning <laughs> So, look. With that said, somebody texted in and said Jackson resembles Palestine. Jackson just has more potholes, homeless, violent crime, abandoned buildings, and less of a chance at becoming a
1: an inhabitable city. <laughs> that's, <laughs> Zing. That's, that's not too far off. Zing. You know, that's uh, yeah. We've got some of those issues to get into today. That. So,
0: you know, but I, I have a theory. We we kind of stumbled on this. And look, we, y'all guys, if you're new here, Sean and I kind of kind of wing it the first segment, just talk about whatever's on our minds, and then we get into. Uh, other stuff. Uh, th- thank you, uh, thank you, Matt, for texting in on the uh, Guns and Gear text line. the The Guns and Gear text line is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four two four one nineteen forty four. I was like, why can't I get this right this morning? My dyslexia kicking in. Uh, you mentioned races. How do I say this? Cause I want to make sure I, I want to make sure I don't say anything wrong here. Trying to say something right the way people throw the word around calling people racist and they act like there's this huge group of just proud racists out there. And I think you and I probably had this conversation before now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. But you would just think, are there supposed to be so many Klan people? Like there's just this undercover, undercover network of Klansmen around every corner and white supremacists and racist and all this stuff. And I'm sure that the people who do that are undercover and they're not wide out in the open. But I guess my point being... If if so many people were allegedly so proud of being racist, why wouldn't
1: they just be like, "Yeah, I'm racist. Get over it." I mean, you know, like you'd be like, like stand here. I'm proud. I'm a racist. I don't know. I guess probably nobody wants to. Nobody probably. Do you think anybody like considers himself a racist that actually is a racist? I was. I feel like every time I met somebody that in that situation that I'm like, this guy's a racist. Like I don't think they would say. Oh, I'm a racist. I think that nobody wants to admit that to themselves. Like, I, I just anytime you know, you've met people that are like completely like, like that no, guy's racist. I get but,
0: people who are in denial.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're in denial yeah. of it. Yeah, they're I not going to.
0: you yeah, I understand that. But very rarely do you just have somebody wave the flag, racist here. Hey, racist looking for fellow looking for fellow supremacists to hang out with.
1: I mean, there. I think there's people that the you know you think there's like the neo-Nazi crowd that. Yeah. That 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 you know proudly supports them being neo Nazis or I mean I've seen that like, like I was I was saying before I was driving through Hamilton Arkansas and there was a you know neo Nazi billboard out there I mean I think there's people I like think there are groups that like that I don't think they specifically use the word I'm a racist they may use other words though that indicate that
0: you know it's funny I mean I, I get called that a lot just because people don't understand that if, if people are, are so coddled now that the minute you disagree with somebody on anything political or you have to call uh, a situation out. You have to discuss race in a in a conversation, mm-hmm. and it's not always positive. But that doesn't mean you're racist. You're like, I don't think everybody that talks about white people being racist is racist. I just think they've been coddled and told that anytime anybody disagrees with you, it can only be because of your race.
1: You know, there's, a, there's actually a term for this that has arisen over the last 20 years. It's called Godwin's Law. Anybody wants to look that up? And it's a... Uh, it's it's not necessarily saying racist, it says that it's about online discussion, social media discussion. So what it says that Godwin's law says that any Online discussion will will somehow devolve into comparisons to Nazis. Yeah, that is a, that's Godwin's law. Like, and if you think about it, it doesn't matter what topic you're on. Somehow it'll shift to Nazis. No, it's like not, it's just it, it's interesting how that works. But it's not Nazis. It's literal Nazis. Literal Nazis. Literal Nazis. It's a, but they actually I thought it was what I thought was so funny to me is that they actually this happens so much that there's a there's actually a law for it called Godwin's law. Yeah, I just think. Or Goodwin's, Godwin's, something like
0: that. I love having quote unquote, air quotes in the studio, tough conversations. I, mean, I think it's fun. I think it pushes, your, it pushes you to your, your mental limits to, to be able to have these conversations with people and try to understand people from, the different, from a different side, from a different point of view, mm-hmm. without calling them racist. You know, I just wish that we could get back to the point of me being able to, to, to hate somebody just because they're a bad person. Not when, and without it being assumed that I hate them because they look different than me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, like you just, you just suck as a human being instead of just worrying about, like, what that person's, yeah. right? So somebody could turn into, like, oh, you don't like them because they're black or Asian or white or yeah, whatever. I mean, like, you know? like,
0: look, I understand that I can be kind of like trying to hug a porcupine sometimes. If you don't like me, I don't think it's because I'm white. I think it's because I probably can be an a-hole
1: at times. Kind of like why you don't like Brad Franklin. You've mentioned the show a million times. Well I'm using the
0: inverse <laughs> yeah. of that conversation here yeah. and I was gonna get to him. You know, it's like like Brad Franklin, aka kamikaze. I just don't like him. He's a jerk. It it has nothing to do with the fact that he's a black guy. That just he just happens to be a black guy that's a jerk that I would like I would probably like him less and say more about him if he was white. But, you know, there's just a certain line in the sand that you're you're not allowed to cross when you're talking about somebody of another. Well, when you're talking about when white people are discussing black folks. Now, the other side can say whatever they want about us. But neither here nor there. Just if you hate me, hate me because you hate me, not because I happen to be a white guy. Yes. The text line is loaded up. Let's (laughs) read a couple texts real quick, and we're going to go to a break. And uh, let's hear lightning says hashtag free Jackson. <laughs> Which has to been the problem for a little too long. They've been free to do whatever they want. Like, not put up the streetlights. I can't wait oh, to we're gonna get into this in, We're so. going to <laughs> get into if, uh, if you were tuning in for national content today, you, you're going to get some, but it's going to be a Jackson, LOL Jackson heavy show. Let's see here. Unknown texture. I've noticed on my TikTok pages there's live groups, Free Palestine, protesting against Pizza Hut and Citibank. Any idea why? Who knows? Probably because they're pro-Israel, you know, or donating money to pro-Jewish causes or something. I'm not sure. Maybe because they're owned by Jewish people. I'm just guessing. I don't know. Um, also, let's There's see here. There's a strong Italian-Jewish segment. I don't know. Yeah, I'm mean, not sure. Uh, now, let's just be honest. I mean, is is Pizza Hut really Italian? No. I'm just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. let's see here. Unknown texture. You guys this morning made me think of this. Okay, somebody sent a, uh Instagram. I don't want to hate to pull that up in the middle of this. Let's see here. Anna says, Clay, I was just called racist the other day. After I was talking about my brother serving two tours in Iraq by a pro Hamas twenty three year old. And less. yes, and yes, she lives in Fondren. Uh unknown texture. Can biracial people be racist ag- and against who? I guess anybody can be racist against anybody they want to be. Uh the I find the biracial thing very interesting because they tend to lean towards uh, whichever parent raised them, if they were, if it was in a separate household, you know, so if they were raised by a uh, white mother, you know, it's, it, I don't want to get into that conversation. I mean, I can tell but, you
1: from a personal yeah. perspective, you know, not that necessarily we're because they're you know Turks, different race, but I mean ethnicity, obviously. Yeah, yeah I mean, I lean more towards ex, My last name is Yurt so I lean more towards my dad's side on the Turkish. Yeah, side Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, especially you know. Culturally, customs, and those kinds of things. I, I I think that does happen, tend to happen in families. It does. All right,
0: look, let's take a break, come back. We're going to shift gears uh, away from this topic topic, and get on to some more stuff. Jackson, Mississippi, can't afford to fix its traffic lights, and it doesn't even know how many employees it has in public works. We'll be right back. With Sean Yorkeran. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB, streaming worldwide, WYAB.com. Guys, A1 Gear and Auto, Highway 49 South in Florence, is going to be your go to automotive repair specialist. And speaking of specialists, what they specialize in is your ring and pinion. Now, they can do anything over there. The only thing they don't do is work on diesel engines, so if you've got a diesel engine, keep on, keep on burning coal on down the road, my friends, uh, but they got you, whether it's a check engine light, brakes, overhaul, man, they can do it all, uh, front end work to an extent, and uh, I don't know if they will quote unquote specialize in front ends, but they've done three or four front end jobs for me, different, uh, different uh, replacement stuff and whatnot on a couple different cars. Anyway, what they specialize in is getting it done right the first time. Diagnosing the pro the uh, problem properly and getting it fixed in a timely manner, and look, they can't be that honest folks. Good good folks located right there in Rankin County on Flore- on Florence in Florence on Highway 49. Go see Justin and the team today if you're heading south on 49. They are right there on the right, big white building, big red sign. A1 Gear and Auto. We had a one of our listeners went over there the other day and got to experience A1 and Gave a rave review about them. So you can go check that out in the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group. Make sure you join that. We had a few new members yesterday. Just go to Facebook, search Clay Edwards Show. It is a private group, so you will have to be a member to see all the fun inside. It gives us a way to kind of vet who we let in. Because, hey, man, things can get a little spicy in there. Well, we don't need any haters uh, doing what haters do. Sean, speaking of haters, what you got going on? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, there's somebody I want to hate on shortly. Uh, yeah, I just pulled up the article about uh, we talked about last night about the traffic signals. Uh, also, just uh,
0: Jackson's still stuck at 108 homicides. 100, been, uh, I don't. I don't think they're updating this anymore. I just no way that we've been stuck at 108 homicides. That's it. These folks ain't quit killing each other.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I agree with. I, I know that there's been you talking to. I think I was talking to Bo Lucky about that. There's been a. There's like been very little homicides in the CCID, so maybe that's decreased it, possibly. Yeah, but I mean, you still got the, the Queens, the subs. Oh, South I mean, Jackson. yeah, I mean, uh, sure.
0: I I, uh, I, I I just fail to believe. Maybe it's been cold. and
1: uh, They've been staying inside. Maybe so. I mean, just you know, that's a. Uh, except for like you know, we're talking about the break. I mean, it'll it'll get uh, it'll get violent over Chris, the Christmas holiday weekend. Uh, that that I can guarantee you. There's always there. There's all for some reason holiday weekends bring out a lot of killing. I and- can tell you
0: exactly why. After my years
1: in the nightclub business, days off
0: and Democrats mm-hmm. don't go well together. It's a lot of it's a lot of drinking all day, front porch pimping. You know, everybody in the neighborhood just pot in somebody's yard, hanging out, smoking dope. Then got too drunk. Somebody done, somebody done made somebody mad. Stepped on somebody's shoes, Smacked somebody's girl on the booty, and it, it's just this cascading, and it's usually
1: a family member on family member, too. Well, that's what you did. That's what I was going to say. The interpersonal relationships.
0: Well, I was going to say, you
1: know, the two uh, two holidays that I prosecuted the most murders on uh, were Memorial Day and Christmas Day. Okay. And for those kinds of reasons, it was interpersonal struggle. struggle, like, say, conflicts that would happen. And uh, it was a joke right around the DA's office. We all used to say uh, around Memorial Day weekend, we're like, if you get invited to a barbecue at Jackson, say no. <laughs> Just like, hey, I'm going to stay at house today. I not going out to uh, to a barbecue. Because there'd always be some sort of, you know, some there's one Case I handle was called it. We called it the Memorial Day massacre because it was it was just that. And uh, Christmas Day, same thing. I had one where family got in an argument, sh- brother in law shot the brother in law. I mean, it, this was just a constant occurrence on those holidays. So,
0: yeah, for for whatever reason, Thanksgiving is usually more peaceful.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. That's true. No, we used to, we we used to. This just sounds bad, but we used to kind of kind of place odds on how many killings would happen on certain holiday weekends. Yeah. So this is you know. All the police and prosecutors are all do this, and it sounds terrible, but I'm meaning this. And uh, that was a that was a weekend. I wouldn't, you know, i do take the under because it was it wasn't. It's not a killing weekend, but Christmas and Memorial Day weekend and, and are, are bad.
0: New Year's Day, New- we usually start the we usually start the the counter, the clicker back on New Year's Day. Somebody. Messes around and gets themselves killed. It's days off work.
1: Yeah, and, and the and the news media around here, when somebody gets killed on New Year's Day or the day after, they it's like a it's like they're celebrating it or something. They're like, oh, we've got the first homicide. Like it's like the the first news station wants to break that report. Like we're at number one. Let's go. Like every 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 year, I wait for them to do that. They're like, yep, first one, first guy was killed off of you know Bailey Avenue. Blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, David chimes
0: in on the guns and go text line says there's no way check the unmarked graves used by the city oh uh, let's uh let's take a call here we got derek on the line morning derek
2: man well, morning my friend how you doing i hate to i hate to the protocol but and i said i wasn't going to do this i've you know you're a good friend of mine you know and when i promise you something i keep my promise like, who in the H-E-W double hockey sticks thought it was a good idea to invite that that clown uh, Zelensky over to come big the American people again for more money. Joe Biden. That was that was just tasteless and, and disingenuous.
0: Man, look, I made a video about that yesterday, and Stacey sat there and he says, tells the media, Joe Biden did this. Hush, I just gave two hundred million from the. I just drew down his exact words, drew down two hundred million from the Department of Defense to send over to Ukraine. Like, that's a good thing.
2: You know, uh, Craig, uh, I, I mean, I normally don't say stuff like this, but people, Ukraine can't win. They're incompetent. They, The media has done all they can to try to put the image out that it's Russia that is incompetent. No, Russia is decimating that, that place, okay? And he's not really committing his battle-hardened troops, and he's not really flattening that place like he could, you know he He tried his best to do it diplomatically if he really wanted to, and you know all the different um military experts that have been speaking on it who are far smarter than I am have said it. This is how i what is happening is Russia has entrenched in so deep they cannot even penetrate their 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 line and they're destroying everything we've sent over there, but yet the media's going to scrub all that you know oh well uh Ukraine is taking this. Ukraine is taking that. They haven't done anything. It's it's basically um, Russia's holding their line right now and resupplying. So, you know, I can't understand how people still to this day like Sean Yurka, irritating Sean Yurka. Hey, Sean, how's it going?
1: What's up, Derek?
2: Um, Still want to be. I say kill more Russians, but that's just me. Yeah, still want to be liberal. Still want to support these people like they're doing. The, the, the best job they've ever done, they're not, people. They're not. And they're taking you and I hard on tax dollar and funding their failures, just like they do in the school districts, and just like they do in, 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 in the um, medical field.
0: Yep. Derek, I, I, I'm going to close out here. I got the video of Biden telling everybody to hush that he just sent $200 million over. We're going to play that and take it to break, brother. We'll be back. Thanks for listening this morning. Yes, sir. Have a good one. All right, you too. Here is... Zelensky and Joe Biden. This is great. Joe Biden just telling everybody, hush. The
2: Biden, the press, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hush up a second, okay? got okay, one more thing to say.
3: I've just signed another $200 million drawdown for the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that will be coming quickly. Thank you. Thank
0: you. He can't get the money from MAGA Mike Johnson and the House so he just took it from the Department of Defense, just stole it from the Department of Defense to give this little rat Zelensky. Because hey yo, y'all want to keep talking about Hunter? I'm the big guy, the big guy. I need my ten percent. I'm sending two hundred million over. Zelensky, make the check good. I take cash. Don't, no checks, cash only. Sean, do you,
1: I mean, you know that's what's going on, right? I mean, didn't Trump do the same thing with the border wall? Take the money from the Pentagon budget? I'm not that I disagreed with that. I'm just saying I think he did the same thing. So we're gonna com- we're gonna compare. The, the the
0: border, our, our country's safety, to uh to uh money laundering operation in Ukraine.
1: um I mean, I think the border is very important as well, but I think stopping the Russians is very important as well. I stand with Putin. <laughs> okay, uh, doing nothing. I, I think both issues need to be funded. I mean, that's what you're asking me. I think both issues need to be funded. So, yeah,
0: not at, not 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 at our borders expense. I right. wasn't planning on getting into national stuff yet. We're saving that for the second hour, uh, but. Derek's a long time listener So if he wants to talk about something, we will talk about it Anyway, we'll be right back Want to get into Jackson Not even being able to fix its traffic lights We'll be right back on The Kledger Show With Sean, Ukraine, your Quran
2: <laughs>
0: When necessary Welcome back in to- the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM W Y A B. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear. Get over there today. Right there on Highway 51 North, in Gluckstadt, Stat. Heading north on 51. They're right there on your right at Yandale Road. Actually, if we went to Yandale, you went too far. You're right there in the shopping center, right before you can't miss it. Right there on the right. Uh, same shopping center as the Booze Smokehouse Barbecue right there, and uh, some other nice little fine places. Uh, free shout-out. They got, like, you know, St. Shopping Center's, uh, I think it's um, the beer, the, the craft beer place there. It's really good. Anyway. Guns and gear, man. You're home for no-limit ammo. they also buy guns. I think that's a very important thing to talk to y'all about, is they will, they will buy your used gun from you. I know, I probably bought a gun I didn't need this year. Ah, uh, well, let me rephrase that. I, I'm buying for the for the future apocalypse. Um, according to the Obama movie, us evil white people are going to set off an EMP and try to make things harder on folks for no reason. Anyway, I gotta have my gotta have my gun ready. My guns ready. Let me let me start over on this ad read here. Get out the guns and gear. Sell them your guns. Get you some Christmas money. Buy yourself a new gun. They got it all. They got used guns as well. They're the home of no limit ammo. They got all your seracoding and gunsmithing needs taken care of, and you can shop them online. Guns and Gear MS. dot com. All right, Sean. Let's see here. Jackson Mayer says he's not blind to issue of traffic light outages. Here's a story from WLBT. Lights
4: at several intersections throughout the city of Jackson have been flashing red or out altogether for months now. Tonight, we're on your side with the latest on when drivers might see repairs to those. Our Brendan Hall joins us live from one of the troubled... Inter-
0: i, I, I got to stop it real quick. Mm-hmm. J- just hearing this, mm-hmm. Jacksonians, are y'all mad at? Are y'all mad yet? you? The guy you voted for can't even... This ain't infrastructure. This is life or death, red lights. Now, I know that everybody in Jackson just runs them anyway, save the jokes. <laughs> but, you know, for for because in Jackson, nobody understands when a red light's out that it turns into a four-way stop. Mm-hmm. People just think, I'm going, everybody else can stop. Considering, like you said, like y'all are going to say, nobody stops at red lights anyway. Anyway, I mean... The, y'all know what I'm going to say. The, this particular brand, of Democrats, can't manage a city.
4: Intersections with the very latest. Brendan. Courtney Ann, you could probably shout and I'd be able to hear you because we are quite literally right outside of our news station and that's as far as you have to go if you're looking for some of the lights that we're talking about. But as many of you who drive through the capital city know, this is far from the inner only intersection where the traffic lights have pretty much been replaced by stop signs. No intersection that looks like this in the capital city is designed to be a four-way stop. And for some, it still isn't. It's kind of dangerous. they rock and run like,
3: you have to make sure that you be stopped and pay attention to what you're doing Go they run over you.
4: Jimmy Ellis, who has lived near the intersection of Bailey Avenue and Maple Street for nearly four decades, fears it's only a matter of time before someone is hurt or killed from someone blowing through the intersection. It's real dangerous. People run stop saying, we need to get the light picked. This intersection is far from the only one where lights aren't on at all or are flashing red, your sign found four others. Keep in mind, the ones we're talking about right now are on the corner of Pascagoula,
0: or on Pascagoula Street, in front of JPD,
4: and mm-hmm. the Hines
0: County Courthouse. Oh, that's
4: right, yeah. Oh, Monday, all of which were 10 minutes or less from our news station. We never got a response from interim public works director Robert Lee on the total number of lights in need of repair or how many signal technicians the city has to fix them. In the past, Lee has pointed to staffing issues as the primary reason for why it's taking so long to make necessary...
0: You know, I find it funny. They point to staffing issues uh-huh. for this, but they wouldn't admit the same thing for the water plant. That's a good point. Repairs.
4: Yep. But true. Monday, Mayor Shokwe Antaro Lumumbo brought up other reasons...
0: Primarily, Let's see if he blames it on racism. Anybody got that $5 on rate? Does he blame it on racism? It is the, the a- white flight, white supremacy or Donald Trump, each
2: of the infrastructure. Uh, there were a number of traffic lights that were all purchased at the same time. Uh, I believe that was that effort was in, uh, the early nineties or, or, late eighties. And so, uh, true to engineering estimates and, and, you know, life cycles of this equipment, Uh, We're experiencing many failures
4: across them. Lumumba says the Public Works Department is working diligently to fix them, but doing so isn't cheap. If I said I didn't believe him, would you believe
0: me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe they're trying to fix It comes at a significant
2: (laughs) cost when you just replace them. Uh, And uh, we, we have to look at this, you know, along with the other aging infrastructure that we have to deal with.
4: As soon as we hear how many people are on hand to fix these lights and when those repairs might take place, you can count on us to keep you updated on air and online. Thank goodness we can count on WLBT for this.
1: You know, I tell you what, at, at reading this last night and just listening to it again, I'm going to ask what Kenny ask is, is the mayor smoking that dope? I mean, i am is he really? Because, I, like you, you said this a break, are the lights really, is that infrastructure maintenance? I don't think it's infrastructure. I think there's a difference between replacing the, antiquated pipes and the traffic signals like, Paving the roads. But yeah, I mean, I don't I, there's just a difference between that and uh and I, you know, I don't know like how is it not this not a a number one priority in terms of we got to balance this with the other stuff. No, people need to stop at the traffic signal. Like that's a really big priority. Yeah, and, look, and not to steal your thunder, yeah. You you
0: brought it up during the break, but uh, Jackson doesn't deserve nice things if it can't mm-hmm. have it, and like shut the parks down. Yep. Why are the parks open? You don't need to. Be, you don't need to be playing basketball in a nice, well lit park. Actually, the parks aren't well lit either. They don't pay the light bills. Uh, Battlefield in particular. <laughs> LOL. LOL. Jackson can't pay your light bills, or that they're broke, or whatever. Somebody stole the copper. I hope. I hope that's why they don't have
1: it. Somebody stole the <laughs> that's copper. That's probably the reason. That's why we don't have street lights along Yeah. On on 50, yeah on on uh, right on Fifty Five right by the Waterworks cur- Curve. You can see them out.
0: Yeah, and uh, coming in from the whole stretch of of I twenty from the Pearl River, which they magically all just go out on the Jackson side because <laughs> meth heads know not to venture into the Rankin County side. F around, find out, but uh, and then all the way past the metro on two twenty, there's not, not not a single light. But anyway, Jackson doesn't deserve to have nice things. It's citizens. I'm just got sorry, guys, especially the ones of y'all that voted for this nonsense. Y'all don't deserve nice things. You don't deserve.
1: Um, uh, basketball courts aren't or, they redoing the planetarium zoos, right now? Planetarium, which is yeah, sounds wonderful. But why are we putting money into any of this if we can't operate the traffic signals like that? And I I think you and I are complete agreement on this. Like, we we don't get to have these little fun stuff, entertainment stuff, when the street lights are not working. Sean like, got a
0: great text on the Guns and Gear text mm-hmm. line for you. Um, what is the city of Jackson's liability if there's a wreck?
1: That's a good question. You know, that's what I'd have to look at. But yeah, I think you're right. I think they have a, I mean, you look at it like duty. Do they have a duty to do that? Yes. Do they breach it? They did. I mean, so there's duty breach causation. I think that they would have some kind of liability. That's right, a good let's question.
0: Take, let's take a call here. I'm not sure who this is. Hey, good morning. You're on there.
3: Hey, guys. Um, speaking of lights, I'll give you a story. I'll be quick. Saturday night, my son, we live in Madison, had a party, birthday party over at Clinton at Skate Town. So I go from Madison to Clinton through I two twenty and then Highway eighty at Metro, and I cannot begin to tell you how many lights, overhead lights that are out on that stretch of
0: highway. Oh, it's terrible! You know, I come I, in, go, I come in that way in the mornings and it's still dark. And, I, and I'm telling yeah. you, bro, that stretch of I twenty, well, really two twenty from like, if you're if you're coming from Madison down two twenty, heading I guess south on two twenty about the time yeah, you get to Clinton Boulevard, and then, if you, then if, you, if, if you take it all the way and you get on um, I-20 going west, there ain't a street light on till you get across the Pearl River.
3: Yeah, and, and my point is, if I lived in Jackson, I would be so mad that my tax dollars doesn't go to the basic needs, such as lighting, garbage. And then I think about the crime issue, and I'm like, well, you know what, if there's more lights, you would think that might help or conter a little bit of the crime issue.
0: I mean, the old thing, shine light into it. dark places. You know. Yeah. yeah, I
3: mean, it was just amazing. But anyway, this topic got me onto that, so that's it, guys. Y'all have a good day? Hey, you oh, too, there, brother. Really Appreciate
1: say. you, man. Yeah, I, that's a yeah, that's a great point. I mean, the um, like, how can we? I mean, this goes back to what we're saying. How how can we have anything else if we can't have garbage, lights, water? I mean, these are the basic needs of. Of, of a civilized city sure okay
0: so just I, I don't know if i'm taking some of the weight off of jackson for the actual lights along the interstate but it's all but it's also at the same time it's not necessarily the city's responsibility for those lights are managed mm-hmm. by m dot they are so jackson doesn't necessarily have anything this the government of jackson doesn't have anything to do with those working or not however it's their meth heads and crackheads in Jackson that are still the copper out of them. That's
1: your, I read actually. Because of lack of proper policing. Yeah, I read an article about this maybe a year ago and they were interviewing some people from MDOT talking about this situation in Jackson with the copper. And, um, they said that MDOT said, you know, they'll, it's pretty expensive to replace that. Yep. And then, you know, they're just not gonna, Keep doing it, doing it all the time. When this it's not going to be secure. They can't just they can't just allocate money for that every time. Like they replace it, and then some gang of thieves comes in there and does it again. Then it's not going to keep on. And I don't blame them for that. I don't think the state should have to keep on doing that if it's not being properly policed or you know and uh, there's not security. So yeah, right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back with Sean Yerkaran on
0: the Clay Edwards Show. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yerkaran here on WYA. B, Sean, let's run through a few texts. We'll quick to close out the hour. Uh, Jake just texted in and says, I almost had a bad wreck because of the absence of lights. Driving north on 55, where it splits to go west, under 20, there was a disabled car sticking out in the road with no lights in the pitch black dark. I swerved, missing it by inches. Look, that is one of my fears. When I'm coming across, uh, when, I'm in, when I'm on I-20, especially heading west, I stay out of the far right lane because – for whatever reason, you you end up in a lot of blind spots, not being able to kind of see around mm-hmm. the next curve, and I've I ran over a cross tie in the middle of the road uh, a couple days before my wedding a few years ago, and had to spend five hundred dollars on four new tires on a really bad week that I didn't want didn't need to be able was- to spend five hundred dollars. Um, so yeah, I, I, so I ride in the center lane or the left lane now mm-hmm. coming when I'm coming west. Because it's dark as hell, and you can't see around any of the corners to know if there's a disabled car. Because also there's no there's no safety area to pull over. I mean, when you, if you break down on the Pearl River Bridge, or frankly anywhere before Gallatin Street, yeah. And again, I'm just always talking about heading west, but you could you could re- use the reverse. Um, actually, you know, on on the heading east, there is a safety lane. I call it a safety lane. There's a place to pull over on the side of the road heading east. Coming west, bro, you break down, you're in the road. Yeah, it's super dangerous there. Let's see here. I could rant about the poor trap, the poor design. That's not a Jackson problem. That's a M. Dot issue. Uh, whoever designed this nonsense did a terrible job. We had so many good engineers in the state of Mississippi with the great college like Mississippi State and all the great engineers that come out of there. Y'all did a terrible job designing I-20. Terrible. All right. Especially the Valley Street Bridge, that whole S-curve there. I, I, I still don't understand why he didn't just draw a straight line. You've tuned in to Hour 2 of the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York here on 103.9 FM WYAB. This segment brought to you by my good friend and yours, Lakeland, glass and tent, guys, 50% off on ceramic coatings right now. A friend of mine, uh, I don't want to say his, I almost said his name. A friend of mine's wife texted me last night. She's like, I know you do the ceramic coating stuff or you know about it. I got to get him ceramic coating. I want to do it for Christmas on his vehicle. I said, Lakeland, glass and tent, 50% off right now. Uh, Go buy the gift card or the gift certificate and save 50%. That's just on ceramic coating. They got 40% off own ceramic window tent and they also are offering a special right now on their their paint protection film i think it's 30 percent off without looking at it right in front of me uh check them out online lakeland glass look of course they got you covered if you want to get your vehicle wrapped if you need windshield replacement window tent they got it all lakeland glass and tent but i'm telling you man let's push this uh Let's push this some ceramic coating. They're the industry leader here locally. They're the Expel installer of the year, Lakeland, glassandtent.com, where quality matters. Located right there on Flowwood Drive and Lakeland Drive. Uh, Different locations do different things. Lakeland Drive does windshields, Flowwood does everything else wraps, tent, ceramic coating. All right, Sean. Let's circle back to our conversation about Jackson streetlights. Or the lack thereof. Yeah, the lack thereof. You made up a great, you brought up, it's funny, you were reading my mind last night when we were talking about this, because the first thing that came to my mind was they can't afford streetlights, but they can afford to continue to throw money at the Titanic, known as the Jackson Zoo, and renaming streetlights. Mm-hmm. I mean, our brains went to the same place first, and all. and of course, I always think of consulting firms too. Yeah. You know, can't do nothing
1: without it going through a consulting firm first. It's got to be a study and a plan. Got to get the kickback. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's, Harvey yeah. Johnson was really big into that. Oh, That's I mean, jo-
0: jo- the the Democrats are really big with consulting firms in Jackson. They, they have figured out a hustle. I, and I guarantee if you went back and found them, you could probably find
1: that some of them have ownership in these consulting firms. Or they're on the boards, or some nonsense. I remember. and I don't know if you, do you remember this or not. That Harvey Johnson just had a consulting firm and plan for everything that never got implemented. Like it was just, he was just obsessed with it. From what I recall, I just looked that up again. It's been a long time. But Kim Wade says these Democrats that run Jackson
0: uh, are really good at talking about plans and getting a plan. But if it involves. If that plan
1: involved more than one, maybe two steps outside of announcing it, mm-hmm. they can't do it. And that's what the criticism of Johnson was, where I remember that he was a big city planner, but nothing really ever got implemented. Yeah. And that was the issue. Yeah. Well,
0: that's when the reparations politics began. It's like, I'm gonna get. Some, I'm getting mine. From these folks,
1: well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know exactly what. I just know that they did, they created a lot of plans. <laughs> yeah. so I did nothing ever happened. That's what I. Re- that's what I remember. And I mean, I'd have to go look that all back up. But I remember that back in fifteen years ago, there was all these plans, and then like there was the um they built a clock tower and a and a flea market, or a well,
0: well, uh, farmers market, right there at the end of Capitol Street. Down by the King Edward, that the the viaduct, the bridge oh, you go under there right, by, the, yeah. by the bus station, train yeah. station. There's a if you'll notice, there's roll up steel doors there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a big clock tower for some reason, and then there's I guess Marty McFly trying to get up to 88 miles an hour coming down coming down <laughs> Capitol Street. I wish I could go Back to the Future in Jackson until about 1960. Um, but yeah, there's also a farmers market there with these roll up metal doors, which I'm sure it's all just homeless shenanigans and. Uh, orgies and drugs and everything else going on up in there. But Jackson I I would think with this uh, I would just think now would have been the time to bring back a little outdoor farmer's market down there and I know Jackson has a farmer's market but if you wanted to make it like a flea market you know with Mm -hmm. all these so called uh, street hustlers and these independent entrepreneurs that sell stuff, make stuff, do all this stuff why wouldn't you? I mean heck even like a I'm just spitballing here I would have like a vinyl record show type thing there or expo. And I know that was in Jackson last weekend. There's just so much you could do with a cool space like that. Mm-hmm. It's right behind Iron Horse. You know, you had some police over there. It's right by the King Edward. Yeah, it's pretty safe you over there. You could now, do know. something with that. And I, and when I opened up the club on Capitol street in '03, they were, they were building this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that the, I, I personally never saw it used a single time. If you went to city planning or, uh, whoever would run that be responsible for that? Mm-hmm. Sean, I bet you right now they don't know it exists. I bet you they couldn't find the keys to the roll
1: up doors. I'm sure, I've got no, I've got no doubt about that. I mean, I was thinking about like, weren't they going to, weren't they going to build the baseball stadium that was in Pearl, downtown Jackson during the Johnson administration? That was a plan that they had. They it, study, and then it, then it faltered. Or maybe that may have been Yarber. But... No,
0: no, that was a uh, that was Johnson. Johnson. Okay,
1: yeah,
0: that that's the best thing. For all parties involved, Jackson couldn't; they couldn't have managed it, and the Braves would already be gone back to back to North Carolina, South Carolina, or down. The Braves would have ended up on the coast instead of the coast
1: getting their own team
2: mm-hmm.
1: because Jackson would have screwed that up to no end. At that time, especially you know crime concerns. Now I would think with Capitol Police down there, it'd been safe to go to the stadium. People would have been fine with it, but twenty years ago, maybe not so so much.
0: Yeah, look, I'm gonna tell you, I, I know Capitol Police are doing a good job. People in the suburbs are no worse for the wear. They, well, they still got they, that in their mind. They, I get it. Yeah, they, they don't feel safe.
1: Right. They just don't. They should though. I mean, I'm telling you, like that area downtown Belhaven, Fondron, is really, really safe at this point. I mean, it's really, but, yeah. really safe. Show them they don't even have streetlights down there. Well, the, the, barring the streetlight problem, the uh, the the crime the crime issue. Like, I hate to, I'm not gonna say it's it's over with, but it feels like for the most part, it's been resolved. To the best that it, it, beyond anybody's possible hopes.
0: Oh, sure. Look, man, we all know um, Capitol Police have done a phenomenal job. But we're talking about that brave, that stadium and that time period. Yeah, that time period. No, I probably yeah. wouldn't have made it. I agree with no, that. No, yeah. it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have. Oh, uh, just being honest with you. They'd, 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 they'd have done some rap concerts there. People would have got shot and killed. And, you know, I mean, I'm just being honest here. Anyway, they love to the read. Let's take a call real quick. Uh, if it's, Hey,
3: you're on there? Oh, uh, let me educate you people. Let me make sure I talk properly for you people. Please do. Uh, you people, uh, you need people? to realize that the MDOT, uh, has control over that. They can talk about not fixing the streetlight, but there's no accountability at the top where the money's going, going out the door. You know, if you have, uh, the account, uh, number to the, to the account, uh, it's money. So,
0: I'm turning them down for a second. M Dot has nothing to do with the traffic lights in Jackson.
3: You have fifty five hundred LED aluminum lights that you can buy wholesale for hundred and fifty dollars. The city of Jackson pays energy two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month to maintain lights. I just called five lights in about six months ago. It hadn't got there's no accountability mm-hmm. here in the city. And, it's a four-letter uh,
0: accountability is a four-letter word in Jackson.
3: Fifty thousand dollars, you can for a million dollars, you can replace every street light in Jackson with those bright spotlights. I have one solar, solar, and you, you know, can cut hold that on, bill and say. That'll save two, $2 million a year. We're not bringing in money in the city because we have people don't know what they're doing. And it, it's a pay-to-play, and the whites are involved. They got their little minikins involved, and that's why we don't have any accountability because they control those Negroes. And what we need to do as a people is change the game. And yes, Mr. Willie Simmons, you really uh, uh, discussed me because I thought you was going to do better. Anytime you come in, to the city infrastructure. Federal so law says that must be maintained by DOT. It's just like the water plant. We all da, 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 the contract for the city, the state of Mississippi on the Dr. Mashingosh have the magic control of the water from day one. Let's be truthful about what we put now here, all this this information, And I want you to do, since you always snooping in folks' business and going over to Rankin County telling people, Clay, why don't you find out what is $200 million going to Madison and Rankin County every year? To help. It's just like the same game. They have took two billion dollars, not trillions, out of Africa. We warm you. We'll. We'll. They're living on the backs of indigenous people, and it's time to pay up. Now,
0: look, I, I'm. I was an indigenous person of Jackson, and I got ran out into Rankin County in a trail of tears. Hey, you're on there.
2: Hey, listen. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I'm gonna have to call and dispute what he's said, Master D. I'm gonna dispute what you said. Whose job is it to enforce the laws in, inside said city?
0: The city police departments.
2: Okay, now if you're going to sit there because you got some bleeding heart about some worthless bum who destroyed his own life with drugs, drinking, or whatever, and you, because of your own zeal, don't want to enforce the law. Well, who the hell's fault is that? Yours, sir. The voters. You put this 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 liberal grifter in your in your midst. Along with all other worthless counselors councilors, and members down there, and the judges that don't want to enforce the law, so yes, it is DLT's responsibility. That is their responsibility, but it's yours to enforce the darn laws when you're still in the goddamn copper wire.
0: Amen, amen. I mean, I, like, that, man. how many times you you,
2: is- you 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 say one thing and then speak against it with another term? Do hold your leaders accountable. Send them home. How
0: many times is DOT responsible for for replacing the copper and keeping the lights working? It can't be endless,
1: you know what I yeah, mean? That's, As, that's at true. some yeah, point the they got to throw the towel in, which that, they've apparently done. That's what I. That's the article that I read that they it, said it, like, it's just like this. the
2: parks. You know, it, it's parks and rec to keep the parks maintained, but what's the what, what's the point of keep putting up basketball goals and lights that they're gonna tear down? Enforce the darn laws. This is why you you have not because you asked not. And I'm sick of people always calling in with this grandiose conspiracy theory all because you don't want to do what you're supposed to do. It's called accountability for a reason, people.
0: Great call, Derek. Thank you, brother. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, something little here, Sean. Coming up I-20, uh, 220, I'm sorry. Coming up 220 North, right past, right past Industrial Park. Yeah. There's a Nissan Altima because, of course, it's a Nissan Altima. Most Altima drivers are the worst drivers in the world. Big Altima energy, it's a whole thing. Okay. Anyway, there's a totaled out Altima and a trail of debris from that Altima, including the bumpers, other stuff on the right hand side against the the concrete wall there, basically on the bridge that goes over Industrial Park. It's been there today's Wednesday. I know it's been there since Monday morning, 6 a.m. at minimum. Is it nobody in the cities? Does nobody say, we got to get this thing impounded? I mean, isn't there a tow truck rotation that there was a wreck? You can't just leave the wrecked vehicles on the side of the roads. You you know, that's
1: funny you bring that up. And it's a safety issue. I just saw that this weekend in um, the Greater Bellham Foundation was posting stuff on Instagram about some cars that they'd gotten removed from Poplar Boulevard, which I live right off there. And so I'd see this car, and it was there. It was like a tree growing through it. And the, the city said there's some issue about ownership of the car, and I don't know the legality of it, how you move the, how do you could just take the car off. But I assume if it's sitting there, for a while, and it's a public nuisance, you can remove it. But I, I don't know what the procedure for that is. But, you know, with the city of Jackson, God knows, I'm sure they weren't following. I mean, if they have a procedure, I'm sure they were not following. If a
0: car it. sits on the side of the interstate too long, it ends up one of those orange things on the window that says, This car's got X amount of time where it's going to yeah, be towed."
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. You have a wrecked
0: car. So I'm guessing somebody left the scene of an accident. It's probably, it could potentially be a stolen car. I mean, like, it's, to me, we talked, he brought up accountability, master D, mm-hmm. and so did Derek. Accountability. Uh, we've mentioned it at nauseam. You have to have some accountability. Somebody from JPD, uh, to me it falls on them. You're, you're passing by. You see a wrecked car on the side of the interstate, it would feel like that would fall under your purview of responsibility to stop, say, hey, we've got a wrecked car, probably somebody left the scene of an accident at minimum. Because if, if they didn't leave the scene of an accident and a cop was called to it, It should have already been hauled off by a wrecker,
1: right? It it is
0: a hazard. It just makes no sense. No,
1: no, I know. I mean, I know what you're trying to say. I mean, they're gonna, yeah, but they just they don't they don't do it. That's that's what my Bellhaven example. This this car was sitting out there. I don't know how long, like a year or something, and it just wasn't moved.
0: Uh, let's take a break. Come back. We got a bunch of text messages, and I want I want to stay on this topic for a little bit. And uh, we do have some other things that we can hit up. A lot of news yesterday uh, here and around the local area. Are you buying? Are you buying THC products from gas stations in Rankin County? And I assume it ain't just Rankin County, but that's where the study was done.
2: Yes, you may be getting.
0: You may be getting, <laughs> yes, may be getting that. Yeah, Uh WBT had a story last night. We'll get into some of the THC levels are thirty to forty percent above the legal limit. Uh, go get that Delta Eight now <laughs> before they snatch it off the shelves. We'll some be right stuff. back. Good <laughs> oh, stuff. yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here with Sean Yerikoran on WYAB. Guys, burgers, blues, barbecue. Goodbye. Grab breakfast this morning from the Madison location or the Flowwood location located right, located right there in front of Dogwood. They got those uh, B3 breakfast bowls and sausage and biscuits, chicken biscuits and stuff of that nature. Um, but hey, here's the other thing. You need a smoked ham? You need a pile of pulled pork for a holiday party? Let Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue... Handle your holiday catering. Whether it's five people or 5,000, they got you covered uh, from any of their locations. Madison, Brandon, and the new one in Flowood. They also have two food trucks available. For all your special event needs, uh, office parties, stuff of that nature, check them out. Uh, You can book it through them at burgersblues.com. And look, don't forget the Clay Edwards Show Christmas Party. Next Wednesday, December 20th. Right there at six PM at the downtown Brandon location. They got the huge patio out front. They got what a kinda of, kind of like a dive bar inside. And I mean that is the highest compliment ever. It's called the little B three bar. And it's just that. It's a little dive bar, super cool. Uh one of the most underrated, fun spots. Like it's it's top ten dive bars in the state as far as I'm concerned. Uh, just great people working there. Great bartenders, cool little environment. You got the huge covered, heated and cooled patio in the back. When I say cooled, it's got fans. But uh, anyway, it's gonna be fun. Gonna we'll start at six p.m. The whole crew's gonna be there. Uh, no cover charge, nothing like that. Just show up, enjoy. We may or may not have some live entertainment. If anybody's out there that's interested in playing it, uh, trade you trade you uh, the publicity for uh, for your talent. <laughs> I don't want to spend any money. I'm not gonna make any money. So uh, we may or may not have any live entertainment, but I'll be your entertainment. I will dance. Dance. I'll do the river dance for you. Anyway, come see me. Come see Sean. Who else knows who might show up? Uh, maybe like Kim Wade came last year. Maybe we get Kim and Jameson to come out. We shall see. But that's next Wednesday, December 20th. The Clay will show Christmas party at Burgers Blues Barbecue downtown Brandon. And be sure to check out Burgers Blues Barbecue for all your holiday catering needs, Christmas parties, New Year's parties. They got you covered. Burgersblues.com. All right, Sean. Um,
1: <clears throat> where were we at? Jackson. We were on the, yeah, we were just naming streets. The, the, yeah, we we're going to get into the whole, like, how can we put all this money into renaming streets when we can't pay for the traffic signals?
0: Yeah, I mean and it cost what about a million bucks to change the name of a street because they were going to do Bobby they were going to change Ellis Avenue
1: to Bobby Rush Boulevard. But the trussles, I think had to be replaced it was the most expensive. I read this last night it was the most expensive part because those were installed in the 1980s and the, the what? The trussles that hold I think it's pronounced I maybe pronounced. truss truss is that it? I'm pronouncing it wrong, and that hold the sign in place. Okay. Like, need to be replaced because the, the ones that go overhead. Yeah. yeah like, overhead. on the interstate, yeah. because they um were installed in the 1980s, and the signs today, are, I guess, are heavier, and they can, those ones can't support them. So, you got to replace that, too. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, that's like, yeah, I got into the weeds of this last night because I was so interested in all the streets that they've renamed and the costs, and some of the things that even, you know, you don't think of right off the bat. Uh, one article discussed, like, all the businesses along that route have to change all their their addresses, their stationery, their their marketing materials, all the co- added costs to those folks that, you know, work and, you know, have businesses across a, that, that area. And same with, like, if you have your home address, you got to change that. You gotta, I mean, it's all this stuff that goes into it. And they were – but the amount, Clay, of streets that they've tried to rename over the course of the last two years was – that was Bobby Rush, then Walter Payton. I don't know if they've gone through with that since. That was earlier this year. They wanted to do that. And then they renamed – I didn't remember this. I don't know. Maybe you did, but the Williams Brothers Gospel Group formed in 1960. You Ever heard of them? Yes, actually, they are legends. They're um, legends. Okay. Yeah. The,
0: if you're gonna read, and but so is Bobby Rush. So is Walter Payton. Absolutely love if, these people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let yeah. Me, let me great. be clear. I'm. This yeah. is. They deserve to have streets named after all three of them, as far as I'm concerned. But that should be private money mm-hmm. that's raised by a group of that has. Wants to do that, a nonprofit, whatever. There's a bunch of nonprofits in Jackson for profit. Uh, Y'all can raise
1: the money and we, you know, y'all can rename these streets anything you want. Well, they renamed part of State Street um, for the Williams Brothers in 2021. I don't know. I've never even, I've not seen. this street parts that are renamed maybe it is i guess i'm gonna try to drive by their day wouldn't characters. it
0: just be easier to do like they do in sections of the interstate it says this stretch of uh i-20s the so-and-so memorial highway yeah that's a
1: good idea if yeah, you have to just do that it's kind of a compromise they've got that with eric smith right there in front of the police station yeah and it's, it says that uh, that portion it's just there's just a little sign there from from what i recall but they uh, and then now they want to frankly it would just be cooler to do blues markers
0: you know, I, I think that stuff's cool.
1: Yeah, or, I don't know, a statue to these folks. That'd be cool. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with a Walter Payton statue right there? Like, that would work. It'd be cheaper. And then um, the... Uh, well, you know, statues are racist. Oh, that's on, the statues. Statues are racist. <laughs> is the Andy Jackson statue still out there? It is, Yeah.
0: So I'm glad you brought that up. So I, I went and dug up all the, the guys. We're not staying on topic, clearly. Uh, sorry. The Andrew Jackson statue in Jackson. Now, this is a touchy subject with people. Mm-hmm. The, a lot of the black crowd in Jackson, they hate it for you know obvious reasons. Um, the, the conservative crowd, who's, not, who's, who's, who's about not erasing history, that's where I fall. Whether I agree with everything Andrew Jackson did or not is irrelevant. It's historic. You know, there, there's a, The city's named after him, whether you like it or not. Folks on my side get mad when I bring this up and I call the city out because it's still there. But I went and did a post the other day on Facebook, and it kind of fell on deaf ears too, which makes me think I'm shadow banned because this has got Save Jackson's saucy Post written all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get mad because I'm bringing attention to it and, and kind of taunting the city about it. And they're like, they're, you know, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't say nothing. And you know they won't they won't do nothing about it. Let me tell you, they're not going to do nothing about it anyway. The only reason it's still there is because they can't figure out what to do or how to do it. How it to Im-
1: move the statue?
0: It involves more than one step.
1: Ah, how many they they voted to get rid of it? Yeah, it I think yeah, I saw they, you post that while they back. did a
0: resolution. But man, they, I mean, they got a ton of publicity out of this, saying they were going to move the statue. Mm-hmm. And I went and I, I screenshot all the news headlines from not around just Jackson, but the world. Now, all your local Democrat, liberal rags, Jackson Free Press, Mississippi Today, LBT, ABC, APT, JTV, all of them. New York Times. And y'all can go on my Facebook page and find all these. They, they did this thing about Jackson uh, fighting back against racism, tearing down a relic of, of racism, uh, the, the, the city name bearer statue. And, hey, man, that thing is still there on the backside of City Hall. Or the front side, depending on upon your perspective. Mm-hmm. What's the Brick Street, Congress, President? Is that president? Yeah. Is it President? Yeah, the brick one? I Think that's President. It runs on the back side of it. There. Mm-hmm. You know that the, what they've done is they've just maybe. closed
1: the road to it. Or maybe it's Congress. Maybe it's Congress now. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. it was Congress. It's con- you're right. Yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: They just, instead of removing the statue, they've just closed the road. Oh, Okay. And just hoping that you don't see it.
1: <laughs> now the, that road has been closed for. At least two years. I didn't even realize that road was closed, is it? That block in front of
0: City Hall is the only part of Congress Street that's closed.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't even realize that. Wow. I'm telling you, for at least two years. And they're not doing
0: any construction over there on it. Now, they'll say it's because the bricks are sinking or something
1: like that. But
0: really, we suddenly care about... Bad roads anywhere in Jackson?
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's well. I mean, you know, if they can't get the again, the st- traffic lights are, are out. It's probably they don't, they don't want to put the money into moving the statue.
0: All right, the guns in your text line. I've had some requests to mention it. Seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. And I'm sorry for not mentioning that more. I I take for granted that we get new listeners, and sometimes I forget to mention that the phone line six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Again, 601-879-0002 if you want to call in. If you want to text the show, 769-241-1944
1: is the Guns and Gear text line. Sean, did you have something pulled up? Well, what I wanted to – this is in the vein of the street renaming thing. They're also – so I went through all these street renaming things. Another, they also, this October, passed a resolution to change portions of Martin Luther King Jr. Drive to L- Larita Cooper Stokes. Yeah. Which – and by the way – uh, judge Stokes, from all accounts, everybody, my friends at practice for her said she was a wonderful judge. So this is not a knock against her at all. What I'm going to say is, her, I mean, her tree's great, and uh, is that is I assume Martin Luther King Jr. Drive was another street before. Right? I mean, it wasn't just named Martin it, Luther King Jr. Drive. Yeah, so,
0: it, it, it was, and I forgot what it was called. I Medgar Evers was Delta Drive. Delta,
1: yeah, Medgar Evers was Delta Drive. I don't know what MLK was, but obviously it was something before. Well, and actually, some, I'm,
0: I'm thinking about Delta and 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 Medgar Evers, not MLK. So I'm not sure what MLK was. I'm
1: sure somebody out there knows what it is. Some Jackson historian knows what it is. So they renamed it to that. Which, if you're going to rename it after somebody, yes, MLK is 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 a is a, is a, a supremely worthy person to do that to. But now you're going to rename something you already renamed. To somebody else and take a port, you know, see what I'm saying? I was like, okay, so we're double renaming streets? Like, are re in the double renaming streets and, portion of yeah. history timeline now? Well, they first off,
0: it's one of the deadliest streets in the city per usual, but like most streets are named after M.O.K. Jr. I think you could probably find a better one to honor her name with mm-hmm. um, Wood Street, California Ave, any of these that's need, in his ward, they, I guess they need a facelift, world. you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 right, right. You know, that's a good idea, like, rename, because Wood Streets gets got a bad connotation to it. Because
0: what, what the Wood Street boys going to call themselves now, the Loretta Stokes Posse?
1: <laughs> yeah, the, we're Canada. the Larita's Lareda, boys.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I would totally find these, these these streets that these gang members have named their posses after mm-hmm. and change those names. Just
1: to mess with them. To Rainbow Street, <laughs> Rainbow <laughs> Drive. That's it. Yeah, that's, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking the gang members like, what do you, where do you live? They're like, nah, dude, we're the Wood Street, nah, bro, nah. that's that's the Street. Like, Ru- oh man,
0: Ru- 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 RuPaul Boulevard, yeah, yeah
1: RuPaul. <laughs> I mean, I, dude, I, I, I would mess them up good. Dylan Mulvaney Avenue, you yeah. know, we're just gonna call it that. Trump Drive. I mean, just to mess with all the gangsters, they're like, they got to change their names. Do they have to get new stationery too, though? I mean like yeah. just like the businesses, I guess that's a problem. Everybody thought about the gangster economy. Nobody thought about that. Tattoos. Yeah, the, t- the tattoos that's a good point. They're ruined now. Uh. I mean Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, look.
0: We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna let me re- read a few texts real quick and we're gonna change we're gonna take a break and change subjects. Uh and actually talk about something serious. Uh Brent on the Guns and Gear text line, how long before he says something about getting paid referring to Master D? Oh, I'm, he talks about reparations all the time. Unknown texture. For those of us who have moved out of Jackson and into the suburbs, why should we care about what goes on in Jackson? I don't mean that in a mean or rhetorical way. I just can't think of a good reason to concern myself with Jackson's problems. I, I, look, this is something that gets brought up a lot in my circle, mm-hmm. is you don't live here no more. Why do you care? Well, it's my capital city. It's my hometown. We need the suburbs, believe it or not, we need a vibrant Jackson. You know, we we, mm-hmm. we have museums here. It's our capital city. The
1: capital is here. We're the only uh,
0: major metropolitan
1: city in the state.
0: It, it is. We need a vibrant Jackson. Uh, if people people in the suburbs, you need a safe Jackson to come work in. All the hospitals, industry, stuff like that. You don't have to live here to work here. And uh, like I said, we pay taxes. We pay state income taxes. Um, we need Jackson. Not that our income tax is responsible for Jackson. I don't know, man. I just think we, we need a safe Jackson. Well,
1: certainly funding the Capitol Police. Yeah, we're, we're definitely, definitely
0: funding the Capitol Police. You know? So, again, we need a, we need a safe Jackson. I and mean, you need to feel safe driving through Jackson. I don't feel safe driving through the interstates of Jackson.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think everybody's got a vest. If you live in the metro, if you live in the whole state, especially here in the metro area, everybody's got a vest. I mean, without Jackson, do these do the other communities exist? I mean, yeah. that's a, well, exactly. Like, I mean, do they even exist? Like, that's yeah. that they they exist because of Jackson.
0: know so. yeah. and and look, this may this may be a terrible excuse, but I need Jackson, you know, to be somewhat self sufficient, so Jacksonians will stay in Jackson. <laughs> Quit coming over to Rankin County. You like fix the traffic light, you
1: know? Yeah. So you uh, can, Bobcat so you can stop.
0: <laughs> Bobcat, our local historian, says, uh Francis Street officially became Martin Luther King Drive in Jackson, so it was originally okay. called Francis Street." Thank you, Bobcat. Thank you. Bobcat is also the Kim Way Show fact checker. Oh, is he? Yeah, so he always fact checks Master D. It's good stuff. All right, Jess says if they can bury people without telling the family members, then they can move a car without somebody's permission. <laughs> that's Mike so. That drop. That's
1: yeah. I wanted to drop the mic too. That's Mike. the text of the day. And you know what? And
0: Jess, that leads us into our next topic on the other side of the break. Here, I want to talk with Sean about the most recent. Individual who was thrown in a grave without the family's notification. Sean's been peeling this onion back. Is there any precedence for a civil lawsuit? You may be surprised at the answer. We'll be right back. Welcome back into The Clay Abra Show, live here on 103.9 FM, WYA. B, this segment brought to you by our friends over at Men's Health the Mississippi Guys. I went over there yesterday for the open house, had a great time. Shout out to everybody there. They hooked me up to this this amazing machine that works on your abs and stuff. And it's actually FDA approved. Oh, you did that yesterday? Yeah, I did that. How did that go? The Neo sculpt. Oh, that was, it? was awesome, dude. Like my abs were I mean, I'm not saying you could see them. You got a six pack now? Under the fat. <laughs> okay. I do. It's rock hard. You know, I did that for like 30 minutes. Man, super cool. You can find out more information on that. And they don't do just abs. They can do any muscle group. And it, you know, it seems like electroshock. I, like, I don't want to misrepresent what this thing does. Uh, old, old me would have told you that it was just snake oil, but it, it's not anymore. I mean, they have, this is legitimate medical equipment. And it is, uh, the, the, the cost to do it would reflect that it's actually effective. Uh, we'll just, I'll just say that. But if you're trying to get over the hump, uh, you want to work on your core, Talk to, them, go, go talk to them at Men's Health Mississippi and let them uh, walk through the process and explain to you what the Meosculpt machine can do. It's really, really cool. Uh, but at minimum, uh, get your free testosterone level test now. They are offering that here at least at the end of the month. Uh, get over there. I, you know, I get you guys. I talk about your testosterone all the time. Right now, you can get your levels checked for free at Men's Health Mississippi, located right there at 120. Fountains Drive, in Madison. Yeah, instead I've, uh, got of got oh. the text number here. Sorry, that'd yeah, be good. Uh, man, I save stuff in my phone, and then I can't find it. <laughs> uh, let's see here. All right, well look, I'll get y'all the text number before we get out of here. But you can go to the website, Men's Health, M S.
1: Com. I was going to say, instead of spending money on the gym membership uh, for your New Year's rev- resolution that you're not going to do, go get some testosterone and get that ab machine spend the money there. You know, something gives some results.
0: Man, look, i since we don't have a gym sponsor, I'll gladly say I think you get more out of getting your testosterone level. If you're over 40, I think you get more out of getting your testosterone worked out than you do just going to the gym and continuing to eat crappy and all
1: that. Yeah, like I always said the saying is you can't out train a bad diet, which is what i learned that several times in the oh, past. I'm experiencing that now.
0: Uh, the text line for to, to get your free testosterone uh, screening is 601-327-8550. 601-327-8550. Just text FREE-T and they'll get your appointment set up. All right, uh, quick correction. Martin Luther King Boulevard or Drive in Jackson was actually known as Whitfield mills street um shout out to bobcat unfortunately that was uh, he'd the same mistake i've made several times um it was that was uh jackson michigan that that information was from not jackson mississippi uh, when they changed the abbreviation to ms it used to be what m-i-s-s and they made it two. now it's yeah, M- yeah. a lot of people assume it's it's mi and that's ends up being michigan mm-hmm. i forgot they did that what in the 80s maybe right? yeah in the, in the and i and i guess it was never mi because michigan was probably always mi or maybe mm-hmm. there was mic whatever it was yeah. neither here nor there it's ms now it still confuses google a little bit sean let's talk about real quick the the uh the mother out there uh gretchen hankins and her son was jonathan hankins yeah I guess, is her son. Never, not your son, dead or alive. Uh, he was found dead in the Jackson Hotel and been there for a couple of days, they believe. He ends up uh, going to the coroner's office. They were able to identify him through fingerprints, I believe. Maybe not that night, but w- w- within a day or two or a couple of days. Family was never notified, very similar to Dexter Wade. Uh, wasn't killed by an off-duty cop or anything like that, but uh clearly they believe it was a drug overdose and uh the family was never notified after a year and a half that's Correct, just yeah. wild to me uh nobody ever decided to follow up on the uh on the on the John the dead john doe to uh to close cuz to me if you find a dead guy in a hotel room you have to assume a potential homicide
1: right and
0: yeah you, would, you think you, so you would have an open case on this
1: I mean, certainly an overdose or or yeah. a homicide. You know, this was an overdose, wasn't
0: it? Uh, yeah, but JPD put natural
1: causes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think the autopsy said differently.
0: I to check here, that here, if
1: here. overdose is considered a natural cause. I I, I don't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. It may be classified just in terms of the way they. I'd have to look that up. I don't. I don't recall.
0: I don't think so. You I mean, may not. Yeah, I don't. Because know. I in the mean, article, I thought it kind of broke just, it down a little bit that it was originally considered natural calls and then the autopsy said that he found amphetamines and fentanyl and if you have fentanyl it's automatically going to be a homicide
1: accidental is what it accidental. that's what it should be classified as accidental, accidental okay. yeah okay. i could not remember okay no because it's not a murder or yeah. or suicide so accidental. uh we, we don't have a lot of time
0: so let's fast forward a little mm. bit you guys can get caught up on that story i talked about it the other day it's on this uh so it's, on, it's one of the cover stories on wbt.com right now with video quick four minute watch what we're trying to decide is that all these families, there's three families here now who who have been dredged up um, by Ben Crump and just with this story coming to light, people are finding that they got family members out there that they weren't made aware of. Mm-hmm. they obviously got Ben Crump involved because they're going to try to sue the city or yeah. the county or whomever is involved here. You said you've discussed this with some lawyer friends and yourself, and y- y'all don't see where there's any... Thing for them to sue him for,
1: yeah. When this article came out, I was just, you know, obviously I see Ben Crump show up and he's he's not here for free, so you know, I mean, I don't blame him. He's in business; he's got to do what he's got to do. And um, so I was trying to think about what the what the legal liability for the city would be. And I called a bunch of my friends, and we've all discussed it. They're lawyers, and it, it, it just doesn't, you know, you'd have to have you have to have what's called a duty. The city has to owe you a duty. And then you have to breach that duty, and there's got to be some kind of injuries and going to be damages. So I don't know that the city has a duty to inform the family of a of a dead person. I don't know that that's a – now, I saw – I read – so I went in a little bit more in depth to this, and Chief Wade now is instituting a policy that JPD you know goes to exhaustive measures to inform family members, which they should – it It seems to me like this is just more of something that should be a city policy for them to do correctly i don 't know that they actually have a duty to you or that you you know you um you have any that that they breached any duty to you i and i you know I consulted with other lawyer friends of mine, and none of us could really think of what that would be in this context in the context of them not informing family members so now i don't i don't now that doesn't now here's what could happen what i think most likely is going to happen a lot of times these kind of brandy crump will probably sue the city of jackson and the city and this is not just jackson specific but sometimes cities settle with families to avoid the bad publicity because they don't want to be like well go to you know go to hell family and even though we messed up they want to give you some money to to make you, ha- I've seen that happen several times. A specific case I dealt with in, in Miami of all places. So I think that that I think that could that's maybe what he's hoping for. That kind of situation. But.
0: This city can't afford streetlights. Good luck to the families <laughs> getting any money. Let's take a break. We'll yeah. be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edward Show. Hey, as we get ready to land the plane, Sean, great show today. Thank you. Uh, got a text in from Mike on the Guns and Gear text line, and I, I tend to agree with Mike. He says it's the coroner's responsibility to identify the body and notify the next of kin. Police can assist with the death notification. I agree there. That's that's what I came away from with this story is that Sharon Grisham Stewart is the worst coroner in the state of Mississippi, in my opinion. And she has a, accountability seems to be an issue uh, with the whole county. Shaw made a great point during one of the previous breaks. It's a what is it called? Culture of incompetence. Culture of incompetence That's, in all of Jackson and Hines County.
1: Well, I, you know, it, well but this is my The legal argument goes the same. If it's the county, I still don't see. I don't see any liability on the county either. Yeah, maybe some liability on the corner. Well, I mean, she's a county employee. You know, I think it's going to be. A t- I mean, it's just it's a. I wish I could use the, use the cuss word I want to, but it's, it's a crappy situation. That's what it is. It's, just a yeah. cra- it's a crappy situation. Guys,
0: quit voting for incompetent people. You know, if y'all need to see a, a visual version of Sharon Grisham Stewart's incompetence, ride right through that cemetery there on the frontage road between Elton and Savannah. She took over responsibility for that, and it has gotten exponentially worse. And I didn't think that was possible. They literally have people out there living in meth villages creating meth. Uh, JPD, where are you at concerning this? Sharon Grisham-Stewart, where are you at? It ain't it ain't notifying families for their next of kin, Dime, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I'll, they're not doing that. I'll see you all tomorrow. Sean, see you Friday.
2: Peace.